The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride-or-die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome back to the official Red Sox podcast, Inside the Monster, presented by Odyssey with myself, Steve Peralt, and Joey Capone. It is time to preview the Brewers and Red Sox series coming up from Fenway Park starting today. And to do that, we kick it off with the pitching matchups with Joey Capone. Okay, folks, it is the final series before the trade deadline. Three games at home against the Milwaukee Brewers. Game one is going to be Brian Bayo versus Brandon Woodruff. Woodruff is rocking a deceivingly high ERA of 373 after a couple bad starts early in the year. He missed most of June after being diagnosed with a rare circulatory condition that causes numbness in his extremities. Not what you want. Uh, in his five starts since his return, he has thrown 28 and two-thirds innings and has an ERA of 2-2 and has struck out 39 in those 28 innings and has given up just five extra base hits, no home runs. Brian Bayo, on the other hand, has a whip of 2-5, and all five of his pitches are getting hit very well. He's allowing 16.5 hits per nine, but... He has yet to give up a home run. Game two is Nick Pavetta versus Eric Lauer. Eric Lauer is a lefty who loves finding the barrels of bats. Opponents are just hitting 198 against him this month, though. He throws a four-seamer, a slider, a curve, and a cutter. Look for that curve and cutter to get knocked around a bit. Nick Pavetta is a Canadian man. Oh, wow. uh, he just gave up. Mm-hmm. He just gave up one in five and two-thirds innings in this Guardian series, which was really needed. He had a 13.5 ERA in July before that start with an opponent OPS of 11.68. Yoik. Game three is Josh Winkowski versus Aaron Ashby. Aaron Ashby has an ERA over six since the start of June and has given up about two homers per start. 
over that time. Watch closely for him to stink. Josh Winkowski, Big Wink, the Wink Dog, as everybody loves to call him. Uh, he had a tough outing in his last series, gave up five and three innings. His whiff rate is among the lowest in the game, but opponents are hitting just 209 against his slider. Maybe he can work that in a little bit more, and that is going to do it for your pitching preview, Steve. That was a phenomenal pitching preview. Doesn't it feel like every single series they're just going up against <laughs> another great set of starters? Like they got to get some you were, guy. What's up? I thought I thought you were going to say. Doesn't it feel like every series you have an amazing pitching preview? No, <laughs> which yeah, they're it always does feel great. That way. No, they're it always does feel great. That way, doesn't it? I'm just saying it's like constantly <laughs> feels like we're getting the best starters on the other team, and it's like. Can't well, can't some of these other teams in late July and early August have some scrubs that are filling in for injured guys? I feel like the Sox <laughs> haven't gotten a lot of that. They've been doing that to the other teams. It's like here you go, here's here's Bayo, not scrubs, but you know rookies. Right. Well, Aaron Ashby, Aaron Ashby is that. So game yeah, three of the Ashby. series, Aaron Rock Ashby. Ashby. Yeah, there you go. Uh, as and, you guys and, know, it is time for the weather update that is brought to you by Ed's Bubblegum. Shoot it and pop it. Friday night, Friday night at Fenway Park, considerable cloudiness with occasional rain showers as of nigh, as of now, as of nigh, <laughs> I don't know, as of is nigh. Is considerable cloudiness the words they used or is that your words? That is the words they used. As of nigh, like that's that. what they said. They they created a new Oy. version of now. Oi, as of noi. As a noy, it's going to be a low of 69 degrees, ayo, and yeah, 36% chance of rain. So hopefully y'all avoid that at Fenway on Friday. I'm going to be there Saturday and Sunday, and I'm super pumped. It's going to be good weather. Looks like it's not going to rain either of those days. Saturday's the 4 o'clock start. Looks like mid-70s around first pitch. Going to be a nice one at the old ball yard on Saturday. Get some Vod Lemmys going. Have a fun time. Sunday, it's going to be mid to upper 80s around first pitch. Pretty hot one on Sunday. A few clouds, but get out the SPF 15, Joey, because it looks like you're going to need some sunscreen. What do you got, Joe? Uh, how are we looking on the humidity front for Sunday? Humidity 45%. On oh. Sunday, so I don't know. I don't know if that's bad. That's or not, not bad. That's not, that's, bad. No. that's not oh. bad. That's not bad. No, few. It's not bad. UV index of eight out of ten, though, and that's high. That's high. Ugh. <laughs> Which is all you need to know. And that Get is the SPF, then, folks. <laughs> your weather update brought to you by Ed's Bubblegum. A quick breakdown of the Milwaukee Brewers, who are coming to town. As let's get an update. We're going to get a live update here. The Brewers are coming to town with a three-game lead in the NL Central over the St. Louis Cardinals. They are 11-10 in the month of July, so pretty average. Uh, the Red Sox are 7-17 and in the month of July. The Brewers are eighth in the major leagues in Team OPS at 731. They are fifth in the majors in runs scored. 12th in Team ERA. This is a good team, Joey. This is a good team yeah. coming to Fenway. Willie Adamas, Rowdy Telez, both tied for the team lead in homers with 20 apiece. Rowdy Telez, who has been known to hit absolute bombs at Fenway Park, leads the team in RBIs with 64. So 
If you're a betting man, say that Rowdy's going deep in this series because it seems like he always did that when he was on the Jays. Uh, I don't want to jump to predictions quite quite now, but mm-hmm. quite now. Does that make quite any nigh. sense? Quite nigh. Right, right, right. That was the right word. Quite nigh, but my general theme for this series, if you're a Sox fan going into it, is that you need to give a reason. Now, I know... Haim essentially said that these games aren't going to have a huge impact on the deadline, but I think what he really said between the lines is they still matter. They still move the needle a little bit, and like, let's say hypothetically they get swept here. That obviously looks terrible when you have one Astros game and then the deadline. If you're so, you just you just got to. I've said it before. I'll say it again. You're gonna have to win a series at some point. You're gonna That'd have cool, to yeah. win a series at some point. The games don't get easier. Until you get Kansas City next weekend, then it's right back to it with the Braves, the Yankees. Then you get a little dip with the Pirates, but Baltimore is no gimme anymore, and you got uh, four games against them in August, and then Toronto and Tampa and the Twins. It's like, forget your opponent. You're going to have to exert your presence. You're going to have to show that you can actually compete for a postseason spot and friggin' win a series Finally, last one was against the Guardians in Cleveland on June 26th. It has been I over was, a month. I had a note here that I didn't uh, bring up in our series recap. Uh, and the note says, remember MVPs? <laughs> remember, remember we did that? Joey, it was at the point where it was just the foregone conclusion that we were going to do MVPs every show. They were winning every mm-hmm. series. I mean, you look at that. Look at June. They beat the A's in a series. They beat the Angels in a series. Beat the Mariners in a series. Beat the A's in a series again. Beat the Cardinals in a series. Tigers in a series. Guardians in a series. They won two, three, four, five, six. They won seven series in a row Mm -hmm. in June. Mm -hmm. Should have been eight because they blew that second Mm -hmm. game without help being available in Toronto. They should have won all eight series in June. And they have not won any of them in July. I just can't remember a roller coaster like this with the Red Sox in a long time. I mean, 2019's a little similar, but the ups and downs weren't quite like this. They were just pretty consistently like not. That cat is the cat back. I dude, yeah, I'm just gonna mute myself there. Jesus, a cat yelling. I know. Do you feed your cat, Joey? Do I feed my cat? I'm just saying, is your cat hungry right now? What is that yell? Is it a yell for something? Is it a cry for help? Dude, Steve, let me tell you something right now. If I knew what that yell was for, I would have taken care of it months ago. This is okay. all day. This is every day. This is what my cat does. He screams at me. He he has food. He has water. He has a, he has a great life. He just screams. I think the reason your cat is screaming is because a Red Sox starter has now not won a game in 32 days. And your cat has had enough of that nonsense. That's enough. Can we please, I beg Red Sox starters, win a game. Just win one of these games. That would be stellar. It would give you a little bit of (sighs) confidence as you get some of your starters back. Uh, well, I, I have a pretty solid bet on which one it would be, because you got you got Bayo, Pavetta, Winkowski. I weirdly have faith that Winkowski's going to get back on the right track. He's had a 9 ERA in his last three starts. 
in that span an opponent OPS of 977. But mm-hmm. he's still not – at least the one thing I'll give Winkowski, I know he doesn't have a lot of swings and misses. He has very hittable stuff. Mm-hmm. But I still don't think he's a rookie out there. I don't feel like he's a rookie when he's pitching. Like it feels like a guy that's actually been around a little bit. Um, I can see that. I can see that. And so it's like it doesn't always feel like, oh, he's going to get raw. Like I actually still feel decent when he's out there. In terms of Bayo, I mean, my gosh, that's been that's been tough, Joey. He's got – Brian bayo has got a 10-5 ERA. He's given up 22 hits in 12 innings, has gone four innings in each of his three starts, and has gotten waxed in all of them. So, I mean, it can't but, get any, I, I don't think it can get much worse. He hasn't given up a homer. But there it is. Thank you. So he's got that going for him. But all I'm saying is just a Red Sox star, just win a damn game. That, that's an embarrassing stretch. Yeah. That's like a I know. Tigers, the former, you know, the, the 119 lost Tigers. That's like the Pirates of all, you know. 32 days without a starter winning a game after you won every series basically in June. I just Man, they've put us through it's it awful. this year, Joey. And it also put feels right. I wish it was sh- I wish it was more shocking cuz I hear it and I go, yeah, it sounds about right. It does sound right. That part sucks even worse. That, that it actually it really, doesn't really seem bad. wrong. Yeah. No. I'm not asking you to double check that one. I I just believe it. Yeah. Win um, a game, starters. Win a game. Winning a game would be cool, dude. Um, what you were saying about Heim and this impact uh, that this series will have on the trade deadline and what moves are made, blah, 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 buyers or sellers, we don't know, all that. I think you got to do a bit of scoreboard watching here. I don't know if it really matters how this team does, you know, uh, alone, just looking at them under a microscope. I think a lot of it matters you know how how everybody else does like if you get to what are you six and a half or three and a half out of a wild card spot yeah three and a half out of uh, the last wild card spot and you would have to jump the orioles the guardians and the rays to take over that last wild card spot if you get to five and a half back it's tough that math joey let's just say this right now they're losing that monday game against the astros that's just that has loss written all over it no, but I'm, I'm saying, Joey, I'm saying that to say, mm-hmm. let's just say they're 50 and 51 right now, and they have three games left until the deadline. <laughs> That's kind of how I look at it. I'm putting a loss on there. So you mm-hmm. have to win this series against the Brewers if you want to be a 500 team at the deadline. Yeah, but I, I still don't think that their record alone matters. If they're 500, you know, if you were 500 and you were in second place and you had the top wild card spot, who cares? It's still. I, you know, I think you, your record does matter. What do you mean your record doesn't matter? It definitely matters. I don't think. That, I don't spe- think that affects. It affects how, how you compare how to the, the other spending. teams that you're going to have to beat in the postseason, which is the point of all this. Right, but what I'm saying is, a better way of seeing how you compare to those other teams is your record versus theirs. Which if you're is 500 bad. and you're, yeah, you're. Either you're, way, it's bad. All I'm saying is the optics bad. of it. Is if you mm-hmm. lose the series against the Brewers, you're going to be under 500 at the deadline. That doesn't look great, and it's that's not like a great no. sign to the front office. Go and get all the guys we need. That doesn't really help that case. So mm-hmm. either way, though, you're going to have to start stacking up series wins here. And if you want any mm-hmm. chance of doing anything, just making the postseason. So 
start with the damn Brewers is what I'm saying. Build off of that. Do whatever you can in Houston, and then hopefully wax the Royals. That's the game plan right now. And pick up who you wax can. I, a first baseman, a closer with what? A Brewers series win and then whatever in Houston heading into Kansas City. I can live with that, but mm-hmm. they can't They can't get swept this weekend. They just can't. I, I don't want to say that that's going to have like the biggest impact of all time on the deadline, but you can't stare me in the face in my soul and say it won't have an impact. That would have an impact on what they do. If they got swept? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Sure, yes. What I'm saying is if you win one game here, right? Let's say you lose the series and you win one game. But uh, the the Rays do something similar. The Orioles drop three. You know, Rays are going to have to win some games at some point here. They're in a bad stretch too. It's like, but I'm saying if you, you know, if you, you win only one of these and you and you don't really it doesn't change your wild card standing all too much. I don't know. I, I think it's better than than um, you know, if you win the series but you still drop a game if everybody else manages to sweep their way through the weekend. Well, especially if you're telling if you're telling the guys that in theory on paper could be your top trade pieces right now, if you're telling them they're staying, then you're telling them that you're buying cuz it really mm. wouldn't make much sense to sell other guys. So mm. if they're telling Bogey, which he said that hey, you're not getting traded. Devers not getting traded. Who knows what they said to Evaldi, Vasquez, JD. But if they're keeping the band together, at least for the next two months, then yeah, buy. And I, I, I guess then that's me being a hypocrite to myself because that means that they would still buy even if they only win one of the next four games. But I'm just saying you're in the, the Brewers are legit. And if you lose this series and lose that first game against the Astros, you're looking at a, a 51 and 53 record at the deadline, which is the worst in seven years so it's hard to have that scenario happen and be like all right let's go buy everybody but either way we're gonna have over-the-top reactions to whatever they do and i gotta say joey it's nice that we're in the zone now we're in the trade zone we have now entered the trade zone it lasts five days and then it's done immediately at the deadline and then we're finally going to be like all right pencils down it's over Let's analyze what happens. I'm just glad that we're in the zone now. This is a great time to turn on Twitter notifications for people. I got them on for passing. I got them on for Nightingale. Oof. Love boobs tweets. I got them on for Heyman. I got them on for Rosenthal. Um, Debating. If you want a roller coaster, have have Nightingale. If you want to have an absolute. I love it. Oh, man. Dude, Nightingale does this thing. That, oh, my God, does it grind my gears. What? I hate when he is at Fenway because I've, I've had his notifications on actually since um, since the lockout. I just left it on. Um, he does this thing. I hate when he's at a Sox game. He tweets the, f- the final score like the moment it happens. Like he has it ready to go and he hits it. So I'll get the notification while there's like a 2-2 count with two outs. It's, it's part of why I don't do the Nodi game. Bob, let it breathe for a second. You don't have to be that. Like, you're giving me the tweet before the broadcast shows me what happened. But anyway, uh, I have a question for you about this upcoming series, Steve. Yeah, what do you got? Uh, are they wearing the yellows? I don't know. Should I text, text Cora right now? I'm sure he'd love that at 1230 in the morning. Yo, you wearing the yellows, text bro? Him. I feel like he might have already been asked that. 
Should I check? You guys were in the yellows? Red Sox yellow. It's too, it's too late. I can't I can't be hitting him up in the AM. You know he's up though. He's up. No, I'm not gonna do it. I almost no. Not gonna do it. Uh it's a good question All though, right. Joey. They are seven and one with the yellows this year. It's a very good well, record. Actually, let no, no let me not. Uh, no, it's seven and two, right? Seven and two. I mean they just lost two games this series. Yeah, those are the first two losses with the yellows. They were six and zero after game one, so that means they're seven two after the fourth game of the series. They were six and zero. Yeah, after that first game. Didn't they lose the marathon game? That's a white jersey. That's Didn't, not the they yellows. Were, they were. They don't wear the city connect for the marathon. They wear the That's Boston strange. On, I know. Well, they have a couple yeah. of marathon ones, but they yeah. are seven and two with the yellow jerseys. I mean, I I publicly say i don't like those jerseys so like I, I don't really need them to keep wearing them especially if they're not undefeated now i'd be fine if you went to the reds on a friday and then mm-hmm. the whites for saturday and sunday but do what you got to do i, I understand I, last year they kept wearing the yellows when they were winning but you know you lot you just split with the guardians so it's like did they really bring good luck it doesn't feel like it i don't know i had a i had a moment i know you're going to disagree with me on this but i'm going to say it anyway there's nice. a moment uh Durand lined lined out to left, and I just got a good look at the the standings there, and oh. just saw that the Sox are in last place, and then I saw Duran jogging his way back to the dugout wearing the yellow jersey, and I was like, I don't know if I want to see. I understand they need a spark. I understand. I was like, I don't know if it's the best look in the world to like be wearing the fun jersey in last place behind the Orioles. I don't know. Maybe I know that that's probably like a little boomery of me, and that probably sounds a little like, oh, if I would you focus on winning a game, then you can worry about your fashion statements. But there was just a little piece of me that was like, and they're wearing the yellows. They're in last place, and they're wearing the yellows. So I just wanted to put a gauge out there. I put out a Twitter poll just to see, like, hey, do you guys think that they keep wearing these? What I really wanted to say is, like, should they be wearing these in the last place, or am I am I an old man yelling at the clouds? But- I don't – again, I'm not – the last place thing I think is such a whatever, considering what version of last place it is. You're a half game behind a overachieving Orioles team that's probably going to deal some of its pieces. So mm-hmm. I don't think – I think it's pretty safe to say you can make up a three-and-a-half game di- uh, difference uh, between you and the Tampa Bay Devil Rays when you get guys back from the IL and when you add pieces at the deadline. It's a very simple equation. Now, mm-hmm. what we're talking about right now, Joey, and what we're wrapping this preview with is what are the Red Sox going to look like not only on August 2nd at 4 p.m., but what are they going to look like after that that first game against the Astros. What are the vibes going to be? Rich Hill might be back for that Astros series. Just mm-hmm. th- so much changes in the well, the saga that is the Boston Red Sox that we don't know what news could happen from now until Tuesday. Right. And and with that's JD not tra- gone, I'm saying that's not trade related. That's like other stuff, you know? Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just just internal internal stuff like like with JD gone, like who's going to DH on the days that Shohei starts? Exactly. That no, that's what I'm getting at. Like with Soto mm-hmm. in town, how are they going to rebuild the farm? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. they have to give away everybody. So mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see. I mean, is Soto your DH? Is Shohei your DH? That's kind of the stuff that we're trying to sift through next week. We'll get to that next week. Mm. But look, for you can't now, take Jackie out of the lineup. You got to leave Jackie in the outfield. 
He's hitting 385 at Fenway. Yeah. So. I think he's one of the best Fenway hitters ever, and I think Soto is going to join him. So, yeah. So. But no, I, I do I do know what you mean, though. That like I, I don't know what the timelines on those guys are. I was actually going to look up uh, what their what their timelines were. Uh, I, w- I was looking up that exact same thing, actually. Um, and what I did find, this is actually kind of a sad stat, Steve. Um, Trevor's story has been out since July 12th, which I guess isn't all too long. It's like two and a half weeks. Feels right? longer than that, A little that, over yeah. two weeks. Um, he leads the Red Sox in RBIs. Yeah, well, he was on pace for 100, and that's obviously mm-hmm. slowed down. But he's not, it doesn't lead the team in hits, I'll tell you that much, Joey Capone. Mm. JD has two hits since July 11th. <laughs> like, <Wow>. what? <laughs> he's got I don't know why they... I don't know why they changed the whole just sit him for a just sit him till the deadline <laughs> idea. JD's got two hits in the last 18 days. So that's a thing. We will keep That's going to be driving eye. him nuts, dude. We'll keep a close eye on when he returns to the lineup. I know he's been out since the break. So Boom. when JD gets back, it's going to be awesome. It, it, do um, you know the timeline on Waka and Hill? I think Hill is Astro series, and I'm not sure on Waka. Waka shouldn't be much further than two weeks from now. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, it, that was a dead arm. I think he's going to need a whole rehab from a dead arm. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah, not not the best. Wild. But any uh, closing thoughts here, Joe? Yeah, well, still just on the story thing, um, we didn't give like a, an actual update on him. I did see an update on him that he's he swung a bat uh, yesterday, so Wednesday. Um, and he did not swing a bat Thursday because he still has discomfort in his hand, and he said was wasn't feeling good swinging. So, do you know what he had for lunch on Thursday? Thursday, Thursday's yeah. chicken pot pie day. Don't don't ask me that again. You know Thursday right, is chicken pot my pie bad, day. My bad, my bad, my bad. Did you asked? My bad. That's on me. It's kind of a it's kind of a big deal, Steve. It's the one hundred and forty million dollar piece that you just added. And he's not even swinging a bat right now. He was swinging a bat, and then he was not swinging a bat because it hurts his oh, hand. Oh, Joey. And you want it's him to be able deal. to swing a bat. It's a huge deal. I honestly haven't heard enough updates for how big a deal no. it is. It's something that not enough of us are talking about. So we're talking about it right now. Trevor's story needs to be back in this lineup, regardless of whatever stretch he was on. You need a big league-capable hitter that can go super mega deep and drive in runs. But that will do it. For the series preview, Brewers coming to town. A first-place team is coming to town, and they're very good. They are legitimate, and they are going to try to stomp you and your two rookie starters that are going in the series for the Red Sox. Sox are going to have to win a series at some point. By golly, it would be great if it could be this one. Amen. For Joey Capone, I am Steve Peralco, Sox Kid.